the daily update um, from each day at 310, uh, streaming this live and also on our channel 181. Uh, I want to start uh, this message today or this update today with, uh, again, my continued gratitude to all of the individuals who are out uh, working very, very diligently and in a lot, of, a lot of stressful situation for a lot of people. I don't think there's anybody on the planet uh, that is not affected, and, and certainly uh, there's that added heightened uh, stress. And I know our folks, our our healthcare professionals, and particularly uh, people who, on a regular basis, is a challenging job and a profession uh, that, uh, that all of us as a community admire uh, and respect. And now, uh, what's asked of many people uh, more than ever uh, is our healthcare uh, responders, our first responders. So. I want to thank you. A gratitude from a community and the communities all over Minnesota uh, and the country and the world. So thank you for what you do. Uh, and to those individuals who are in that support function and a lot of folks, uh, whether they be um, in any aspect, uh, it's one of the challenging aspects, I think, when when you have uh, and as the as the governor's executive order, the stay at home uh, and the opportunity for folks that are that are essential, which is so important. It's important to do uh, these measures. We certainly clearly see that when it comes to other communities. This is not something that was was decided and uh, planned for two weeks ago or a month ago. Uh, this was something, as we mentioned yesterday, with Aaron Tufte, who was in here, emergency management director. Planning goes back 12 years, uh, and these plans are now in the process of being implemented, uh, something that, uh, as a world, we haven't seen uh, for 102 years, uh, this level of a pandemic uh, that's going around the world. But it's the response that is so much different, and it's different because people plan, people prepare, and people watch what's happening around the world when the implementation of various plans and when, when things are done and when things are not done, how the modeling is affected in various communities. Uh, proud to be a Minnesotan, uh, the things that Minnesotans do, and you can see that in every aspect as you, as you heard the governor when he made his executive order, the aspect um, to actually look at a two-week uh, stay-at-home order a little less, a little, little later than I think a lot of folks may have expected, and that's because of the social distancing that people were doing on the regular basis, and that aspect of, of trying to, uh, to, to push out uh, that uh, critical um, need that will be in our healthcare, that will hit our healthcare facilities. There's, there's no, there's no doubt about it. But pushing that out and having the ability to be ready and be ready to respond. Our, our folks uh, have been implementing those parts of those plans. There's been a lot of discussion when it comes to the city of St. Cloud, our facilities, our facilities that have already been identified over the years as to be implemented in a plan in an emergency in a situation such as this. Those facilities are being looked at, looking at where best they can be utilized and the staffing that goes along with it, but also other public facilities and private facilities in the community. It's amazing how people have stepped up and asked how they can help, how they can help with their facilities. And these are a lot of people who are, who are affected um, in their own right, whether it's a business or whether uh, it's uh, employees or their individuals. So it's important uh, to, to stress constantly our, our tremendous gratitude and appreciation. There are so many stories. I'm trying to keep track of all these stories so when this ends, and it will, uh, that we can just really uh, highlight those many stories of people that are just coming and doing things above and beyond, and especially people who are already on themselves being affected in their business as employees, uh, in their family. Um, these are trying times. And 
I, I put the numbers on the screen. We'll have the numbers on the screen. Uh, we want to make sure you have all the information you need. The information is on our website. Uh, we do that. And the reason I do these updates every day, every weekday, Monday through Friday at 310, or if, if it, that may change if the governor or the president uh, has a, uh, has a uh, conference at this time, we'll move in, in uh, so that you can have that information, especially at the state level when the Minnesota Department of Health or the governor, uh, we move this back. But it's important for us to actually communicate directly so you have the factual information uh, as it happens. Things change very rapidly. Uh, twice daily there are briefings with our emergency operation uh, center folks. Um, it's being done distantly now. It's, uh, it's on a web webinar or, or done so that uh, we also practice that aspect of social distancing. But we'll give you the latest information as it happens directly. Uh, so many things are often misunderstood or, or miscommunicated when you look at social media. So if you want to get the accurate information, go to the city's website. All of the links, if you go right on the front page uh, where, it's, where it has COVID-19 coronavirus, link on there and that will link to the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, it'll link to the Minnesota Department of Health, it'll link to the Stearns uh, County site, our Emergency Operations Center. All of the phone numbers are on there too. If you want to call the hotline, actually probably one of the best numbers to call uh, locally and that um, it's 877-St. Cloud, if you recall. So I think phones still have the numbers on them and the letters that go with it, but uh, that number is 877-782-5683. Uh, that's the number to call locally. That's staffed uh, during the day. Uh, there are other numbers that are available. Certainly call City Hall, 255-7200 is our main switchboard. Uh, area code 320-255-7200. Call my office, 253-9535, or feel free to call me at home anytime at, at 320-253-9535. But it's important to have that information. It's important uh, to talk about uh, the facts as as they pertain uh, each day, things change very rapidly. Uh, I'm, in fact, the numbers here locally um, have, have increased a bit uh, in Stearns, Benton, and Sherburne. In Stearns County, the number is still the same, five cases or five known cases. Again, that's what, what is known now in Stearns County as of, as of this afternoon. Uh, again, those things change, uh, could change rapidly. So, but as of right now, it's five in Stearns County, uh, one in Benton County, and the number in Sherburne County has gone from one uh, to three cases. So we're at nine total in the in this area, the Stearns, Benton, and Sherburne County area. Um, and uh, again, this is the preparation period. We know those numbers are going to go up. If we're looking at all the modeling around the country or around the world, um, those numbers are going to increase. So the preparation that's taking place right now is to make sure that we're prepared uh, from a healthcare perspective and also from an infrastructure perspective. Uh, we want to make sure that we ramp up the number of uh, the number of beds, the number of uh, ICU units, the number of uh, personal protection, uh, you know, the, the masks and all the other things that are necessary. We've used some of our facilities uh, to help coordinate that. We're going to continue to utilize that as we as we uh, as we have in the past. There are lots of opportunities yet for people to donate as we move in tonight with the next phase uh, with the um, stay at home. Uh, executive order from the governor, which, which goes into effect at 11:59 p.m. tonight or midnight tonight, uh, for the next two weeks. Uh, we want we've done some things uh, locally here too, and I, I have to stress it's how important it is for the social distancing. Um, uh, a couple of days ago, as I as I signed the executive order to to uh, to prohibit in our parks, uh, we want people to get out in the parks, and I, I I can't stress this enough. We want people. It's so important for your health and your even your mental health 
get outside. We're going to have some nice days uh, ahead. Uh, clearly, we're already into spring. Um, take a walk. Take a run. Get on the trail. Um, you know, but do it in a, do it in a responsible manner. Keep the social distancing, um, which in our parks then is prohibited, um, so that you know uh, no more than ten in a, in a gathering and no team sports uh, such as soccer or, or uh, basketball. We we have posted today signs, uh, so it clearly is noted in, in those facilities, and we are strongly urging people, you know, to to follow those social distancing guidelines. And and even you know for folks that think, well, I'm, I I don't. You know, I'm not sick. I don't feel sick. And if I get sick, I'm not worried about it. Well, it's not necessarily you. It's the aspect of, of you know, your your family, uh, other people in the community. But the other aspect of that is, if you if you're if you end up in a different situation, end up in an emergency room, if the system is strained beyond its capacity um, for certain equipment, especially ventilators and those types of things, you're going to be in a situation where um, it will stress beyond the system would already be stressed. That's the purpose. Of social distancing, so we can push that curve out to a to a different time. So, I brought in today, and I, I want to introduce um, a person you, you all, most of you know already, has been with the city for a for a very long time in a, in a lot of roles, and somebody who clearly has been part of the community. Uh, you know, went to Apollo High School, and uh, and what, so that goes back a long time. He's, he's much younger than I am, but uh, Matt Staling, who is our city administrator, uh, Matt, um, not only uh, you know, uh, here locally at Apollo High School, but he's somebody who has uh, served his nation in the Minnesota National Guard and as a, as a as a and, and, a and a lawyer. He's been a lawyer. He was a city attorney. Um, he worked his way up to city attorney not too not too long ago, and um, and uh, is now the city administrator and has been for a few years now. And is a uh, you know is somebody who um, uh, has done a tremendous job, and I rely on. Uh, uh, very, I've had an opportunity to promote him both to the city attorney position, now city administrator, and uh, serves as, um, in the city of St. Cloud, our, our number two uh, individual, and uh, is somebody who is, is you know, working constantly, uh, directing a, a large uh, staff, and, and as that staff mobilizes and moves to continue to operate our essential services, but also at this point, um, making sure we have in place the, the distancing, keeping people safe, and understanding that there are critical infrastructure that we need to make sure main, is maintained. Um, so he's been uh, diligently working on that with a tremendous team uh, of, of individuals. So I'm going to turn it over to Matt, talk a little bit about, um, you know, we get a lot of questions oftentimes about, you know, staffing and what if somebody is sick and how does that work, um, you know, from from potholes to sanitation to, to water to sewer to, to public safety. So I'll turn it over to Matt Staling. Uh, city Administrator for the City of St. Cloud. Well, thanks, Dave, for that introduction. Uh, as the Mayor said, we have an emergency operations plan in place. We've had it in place for many years, uh, but we've activated that plan now. And over the last couple of weeks, we've been adjusting the way we deliver city services as the situation has changed. And now, as we go into uh, Minnesota Stay at Home, uh, we're going to be making some further adjustments. Um, we have several employees who are able to work remotely, who can do their job from home with a laptop and a telephone. Um, and so those employees will, who can will be working from home. Uh, most of what we deliver as a city, we actually have uh, many priority one uh, services that we deliver, and that's our wastewater, our water services, sanitation, and of course, uh, police and fire, um, fire services. So every each department and each section in our city has had to make some adjustments. And so even fire and police will be fully staffed, 
but their schedules will be altered in order to allow them to have some extra uh, days between their work shifts because our police and fire, of course, are in the position where they have the greatest risk of exposure. And so recognizing that, we want to make sure when they do come back to work that they are healthy. Uh, we're splitting shifts in, uh, in our public works sections with our water and wastewater and sanitation. Those are the critical services that we need to continue to deliver. And so we've altered their schedules a little bit. Again, the service that you see won't diminish at all, but the way we're having our staff stagger their shifts helps to ensure their health and safety and helps us ensure uh, social distancing. So for, for you, the consumer of city services, you shouldn't see too much different, but uh, we're making some changes behind the scenes. Well, and I and I appreciate that, Matt. And thanks for. I think it's important, and the reason we do this every day is so that you have the information up to date, so you know uh, what we're doing. Uh, but feel free, uh, feel free to if you have questions or comments. I've given the the hotline number uh, for the for the county and our operations center, the volunteers that are staffing that. Uh, call our office. Um, and and I, I think it's important to understand too. Um, you know, there there's a lot of um, you know there's a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety for folks. But um, you know, uh, it's I think it's always important you know, when you're when you're talking to these folks. A lot of these people, sometimes these hotlines are volunteers. Uh, they're folks that um, that also have things going on. Um, you know, whether they're whether their spouse uh, maybe a healthcare worker, or maybe they've got children, then and you know dealing with. Uh, um, health uh, with uh, daycare and those types of things. Um, so uh, there's lots of challenges for everybody. So as always, I think it's always important to, to understand that piece. But but please, uh, our operation still continues. Uh, we're still we're still moving forward as we will as we as we uh, move towards the recovery.